What's up, bosses? It's your girl, Andrea, and you're listening to the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is PB and Style, the place to be if you are interested in increasing your engagement and conversions using authentic marketing and personal branding techniques. Yes, that is required these days, you guys, if you want to increase your likability of your target audience. Here on the podcast, I am not only talking myself to you, but sometimes I bring in guests to share their insight with you on how to walk this thing out, how to take who you are, put feet to it, and create amazing, authentic marketing campaigns. Today, I'm talking about how in the world do you find your niche? Everybody talks about that. I mean, no matter what webinar you're listening to, no matter what videos you're watching on YouTube, Everybody tells you, you got to define your niche. That is the only way you can be successful because the internet is just way too big for us to try to talk to everyone. So we have to whittle this thing down and really define who it is we want to talk to. And I have got an amazing process that I've been using that has worked for me for years. And it's all because of personal branding. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich, where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right, guys, let's just jump right in, dive right in. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about what is a niche okay we talk about it people say it all the time they use the term niche 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 and some people say niche you know however you want to say it it's all the same thing and what it is is a specific segmented market of people that really want what it is you have to offer because they can't find it they're out there searching for it and they have not found that special someone to give it to them and so that is your tribe that is your community that is your target audience. And again, it is your niche. So how do you begin to define what that is for you? Okay, well, let's take some of the principles that I've talked about on the show before here in my blogs over at andreapatrick.com and also on my YouTube channel, Be The Brand TV. We talk about this a lot because people really want to know the, the bare bones of it all. Like, we can talk about Facebook ads. We can talk about um, posting on social media. We can talk about SEO. We can talk about sales funnels. But the bottom line of it is the foundation of all of those things starts with you. And the same applies with your niche or your niche or your target audience or your community or your tribe, however you want to say it. It really does all begin with you. And I know a lot of people, you know, try to flip that around and make that sound like, oh, well, you know, you can't really be, you know, the center of attention with your business. Your brand isn't about you. Your customers want to know um, that you have their best interests at heart. And that is true. That last part is true because customers do not care what you know until they know that you care. But how does that happen? You've got to develop relationships. How do relationships form? People need to get to know you because without knowing you, how do they know if they want a relationship with you? The same rule applies here, guys, with every other relationship that you have in your life. When you are defining your niche, you have to determine exactly who you are, what it is you're having to offer these people, because otherwise, how do you know who needs it? All right, so let's talk about that. How are we going to determine what it is we 
are going to share with them because I believe that is step number one. And that is to to identify or to understand your what, why, and how for your business. Let's look closer. Your what, that is your epiphany moment. What was your epiphany moment? What made you decide to do this business? What was the problem, the challenge, the source of your desire to solve this problem for someone else? That is your epiphany moment. When did the light bulb come on and you said to yourself, oh my gosh, I finally figured this issue out or I finally was able to solve this problem. That is your epiphany moment. So that is your what. Now we need to look at the why. Why did you have to have that epiphany moment in the first place? So what was the issue you needed to solve? The lesson needed to learn for you. Okay, so the first thing is the what is what was the epiphany moment? Like what was the light bulb moment that happened? Then number two is why did you have to have that epiphany moment in the first place? Where was there a disconnect for you? Where was there a deficit for you? What about that epiphany moment was what you needed to move forward in whatever that issue was or that challenge was. The next thing is the how. So we're still under number one, understand your what, why, and how for your business. So the how is, how did you come to this epiphany moment? Okay. You want to analyze your journey. How did it happen? How did you finally get there? Right now, the next step, step number two is to define the challenge you're most qualified to solve based on your epiphany moment and your personal resolution. Now, what does that look like? You've heard my story before. If you haven't, it is definitely going to be coming up inside the marketing matrix that will be uh, launching second quarter. So I'm really excited about that. More on that later. But my epiphany journey, the the road to that, um, that journey was a long one, but once I had the epiphany, there was a process I went through to solve my problem. And that is what needs to be analyzed after you've discovered kind of what that epiphany moment was and why you had to have it. You need to analyze that. And we're gonna talk about why in just a second, but you have to do the work here, guys, because it's very important to the process of identifying your niche. So let's just kind of review step number one. That is to understand your what, why, and how for your business. Now, under that, again, what was your epiphany moment? How did you reach your epiphany moment? No, why did you have to have the epiphany moment? And then how did you come to the epiphany moment in the first place? And you're going to analyze that process. Now, step number two is to determine the challenge you're most qualified to solve based on your epiphany moment and your personal resolution. Now, here's how I did that. Are you suffering from paralysis by analysis? Has the stress, fear, and overwhelm finally set in from being on the hamster wheel that is comparison? I get it. Distractions, frustrations, and self-doubt can get us and keep us My one-on-one coaching program helps you tap into your personal brand and then leverage it to increase engagement and conversions through my Be The Brand approach to strategic marketing. Get off the hamster wheel. Book a call with me today. Visit AndreaPatrick.com forward slash coach. I created buckets. Once I analyzed my own journey, after I had my epiphany moment, 
I looked back at that process and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I had this thing, this light bulb came on and I did the work and went through the steps to solve the problem once I realized what the problem was. Now I'm analyzed it and how can I begin to categorize or segment off the journey, right? After I am, as I'm solving this problem. So for me, I created buckets and I believe that this is a great opportunity for you as well to begin to define your niche. So I created buckets from my journey. I've talked about these buckets before. I created three buckets, the brand heritage bucket, the brand messaging bucket, and the brand legacy bucket. And there are a couple more buckets in there that are like uh, sub buckets, but for the most part, those are the main three. And those main three buckets are basically a blueprint for me as to how I came to my own epiphany moment. As after I had my epiphany moment, how I began to walk the process out to solve the problem that required the epiphany moment in the first place or that caused the epiphany moment to manifest itself. However you want to look at that. So I created these buckets. Now, the third step here, guys, in identifying your niche is probably going to be the second longest. The first longest is probably going to be the journey you take after your epiphany moment. Because that epiphany moment is a lot of introspection, in my opinion. It's going to take you really soul searching and fixing whatever that problem is after you discover what the problem or what the challenge is. The solution is just because you know what the solution is does not mean that it is an overnight success. A lot of times there is some work that has to happen. And so when you've done that work, this next, and you've identified your buckets, step number three it's probably going to be the longest, uh, the the second longest uh, step for you to take. And that is to do market research to find those who seem to need the same breakthrough you had. So what does that look like? Well, I, first of all, shared my epiphany moment and I began to walk in that solution that I found for myself after I did the work. So people started saying things to me about the change they saw, about the um, the outward appearance of the of the work I had done. And so that's the first step. People are going to see that. And you want to start taking notice of that change because when people see the change, that's kind of a really good indicator that the change worked and it really was a solution to the problem. And then once you kind of start jotting down and taking notes, some of the reactions that you're getting from people, next you want to start doing these three things that I'm going to talk about. And you don't have to do them in any particular order. You can do them at the same time in combination. But these are three things that are great suggestions for how you can begin to do the market research. And the first one is network to poll. So when I really began defining my niche and whittling it down. That's the thing is that you'll notice as people begin to recognize what the change has been in you and they start to kind of ask questions about that, you will see that you have opportunities to drill down a little bit on the types of people who are recognizing the change, okay? Because a lot of times they're like, oh my gosh, you know, this this, this is kind of what I got. I got... um. 
I thought, wow, you just, you know, you always seem so happy. You always seem so positive. Wow, how in the world do you, you know, get all of this done? Wow, how in the world are you this, that, or the other? And then because of who I, like because of my personality and what I learned about myself and the way I carried myself, people manage their expectations more. And so I started to take notice of that also. But when you network to poll, what you're doing here is, A, you're being very intentional about your networking activity. And once you get really clear on the solution that you've got to offer, you start looking for people who have that same challenge and need help. And you begin to, you should uh, begin to drill down on those people a little bit and network with intention. So you want to start asking probing questions during networking events. Again, we're in the third step, which is the market research. So just in general conversation, Again, using who you are and your communication style, personal branding um, to do this, you're going to begin asking questions and talking to people and really taking note of their answers. And you're going to ask specific questions and probing questions in an organic way, of course, but you'll start taking note of kind of the answers and the responses that people give you really tell you where their mind is on the subject matter. And you'll begin to discern a little bit better whether or not these people are your your audience based on their reactions, based on their willingness to engage further with you. Um, and you begin, you take note of that. The next thing you can do for market research is to join different groups on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest, um, LinkedIn, and uh, maybe not on Instagram, but on Instagram, you do want to start using hashtags um, to, to start drilling down and looking at conversations. Twitter, I love because we can just sort of be a voyeur on Twitter to see what people are saying about various subject matters. But for sure, in Facebook groups and Pinterest groups, you can go in and see what people are saying, the types of questions they're answering or asking and how those questions relate to your epiphany moment and the solution you've provided for yourself that you know is successful. You can begin to gauge and identify who would be a good candidate for your solution. And again, you're taking note of this and you're starting to define and clearly um, clearly see who are the types of people are most interested, most engaging with you with what it is you have to offer. Again, you're going to be engaging with them very organically, providing solutions for some of their problems, um, just really just engaging and just being mindful that you're not salesy or anything. You're not trying to pick people up, but you're just really gathering information for yourself so you can begin to shape and mold your customer um, your target audience, your niche, your tribe. Then the next place that you can do market research is um, attending conferences and engaging with intention. I just got back from the Dallas Small Business Expo. I've got a video coming up on that on my YouTube channel, Be The Brand TV. So be on the lookout for that because I talk about the value of a good conference or you know the Small Business Expo and how you can capitalize on that free event to really build your niche, build your community. Now, the fourth step to identify your niche using personal branding is 
to determine if your target audience is profitable or viable, okay? So here, this is where you begin to marry or match. How you approach things in life depends on more than the circumstances being presented to you in any given situation. In my book, Be The Brand, A New and Organic Approach to Personal Branding, and the BTB Business Journal, I'm exposing untapped ideas to developing a personal brand and how to use it to build quality marketing campaigns that take a little effort but resonate with your desired audience and increase engagement and conversions almost immediately. Use the tools I give to decrease the overwhelm, fear, and anxiety that will inevitably come your way. To get your copies, visit my website today, www.andreapatrick.com forward slash books. The epiphany moment you had with the epiphany they need to have and how willing they are to ask you questions about it, what they're already doing and attempting to do to solve the problem. Um, And you begin to sort of offer them things and see how willing they are to accept it. Now, again, you can do small things here like, oh, Um, I've got a great uh, checklist or this is where like those sales pages, those lead pages can come in and you can start to say, oh, yeah, you should gather. You should, you know, grab this on my website or, oh, yeah, you should check out um, my social media platform. Just kind of, you know, meet me over there or, hey, why don't you um, share, share your email? Let's just move all this over to email so we can sort of get you on my calendar. People will begin You'll see how willing they are to take advantage of whatever it is you're offering in this market research. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, in step number four, where you're determining their their viability, their profitable, their profitable um, option, if they're willing to spend money. Because you can do different events to see if they'll show up. You can offer them free your freebies and see if they'll opt in. You can invite them to coffee to see if they'll come. Um, these are types of things that you can do to determine whether or not people are willing to, to really accept what it is you're bringing to the table. If they're not showing up, if they're not really emailing you back, if they're not calling you back, you know, and you're getting that consistency from the same types of people, the same, the same avatar, if you will, that you've kind of bleeded out was the right group for you, then maybe they're not the right group for you. I'll tell you, this has happened to me. Um, because what I wanted to do, I was really excited because I'm, I'm a, I want to help people. That is my, that's a big thing for me. And I struggle with, um, with like not providing answers to people who need answers. So, you know, if you say, well, I just, I, you know, I really don't have the money. I really can't do that. I will do my best to help you on your budget. Even to this day, I still do that. But when you are offering someone, you know, hey, what's your budget? I am willing to fit within your budget. And they still don't go with you. They still won't do it. Not necessarily they won't go with you, but they just won't take the hand that you're you're holding out for them for help. They're not your audience. They're not who they're not who you should go for. And so you should kind of like thank them for their time and move on to the next one, right? And so for me, what I found is, you know, people who are just starting out and 
really didn't quite understand um, the the value of good marketing, the value of really being themselves to promote their business. If I have to sit and explain it and explain it and explain it and convince, that's not a good sale for me, right? That's just not a good sale for me. So I have to, you know, regroup, you know, determine what, you know, what possibly that person could need. Now, that doesn't mean I won't help them. But what I'll do is I'll direct them to one of my platforms that are free and say, hey, well, you know, just go ahead and subscribe to my channel if you like. Or, you know, I've got a great podcast. <laughs> Don't you like that? Yeah. PB and style. Um, check it out. I'd love to have you subscribe. Yeah. And so some people are just going to be the free people and they're going to just listen and watch and never convert. That's fine. That's not your audience. You're not talking to those people. You should talk to the specific person that will buy from you. And so that's why it's important for you to identify your niche, whittle them down. Like who is your niche? Okay. Um, If you are primarily going to be working with female entrepreneurs, then you know that your audience is not going to be men. Doesn't mean you can't talk to them. Doesn't mean that some of them won't identify, but that's not who you're speaking to specifically. You've got to whittle it down. All right. Now the last thing, the last step in identifying your niche is testing. And that is basically part of number four as well. When you're determining viability, you're just testing. You're just, you know, doing things, throwing stuff up against the wall and see if it sticks. And um, that is how you determine whether or not what you've identified as your niche is actually going to be your niche. And what I found here is that even when you know what your niche is, and you know that people need it and you know people are responding to what you have. Sometimes it's about how you say it, how you connect. I have struggled in the past with the terms that I use for what I do. Because when you hear branding in anything, you're thinking logos, websites, you're thinking um, images, you're not thinking foundation to marketing period, like really getting to the bottom line of how you're going to promote your business. And so I started off with signature style. I went to, you know, personal branding. Um, And now, you know, I kind of have like a cross between personal branding and authentic marketing. But I feel like sharing with you how to put feet to your personal brand is um, a better way to explain it because in you know, just in general, again, when you hear the word branding, you're thinking logos, websites, marketing, like creating videos, and and that's not really what personal branding is. People have different definitions, but I just truly believe that it is uh, really identifying who you are and then leveraging it or putting feet to it and uh, distributing it across platforms so that people get to know who you are. They learn to like what it is you're saying and like it your way and they trust you enough to buy from you. And so that's what putting feet to personal to a personal brand is to me. And so in my content, I make sure I share that with you, right? Don't you agree? <laughs> All right, guys, that does it for me today. But I want you to know that um, you can always, always, always leave a comment. Tell me what it is you're thinking. I'd appreciate it so much if you give this a review so that I can hear from you. I know exactly what it is you're thinking. 
And if you have any suggestions about how to use your personal brand, how to put feet to it in your business, let me know because that is how I get ideas for content when I get questions from people or comments from people. So make sure that you do that. Also, don't forget that my Facebook group is available and we are starting our Boss Talk Wednesdays again coming up soon. We're actually going to be adding guests. So make sure you grab the link to the BTB Boss Talk group on Facebook and request to join so that you can be a part of those amazing conversations over there. When I have guests on the podcasts, we're going to start having some of those guests over inside the Facebook group to answer questions after the show. Uh, so that is a great opportunity for you to just do a deep dive into the content, get some of those questions, those burning questions answered after the show. All right, guys, I think that just about does it. If you've not already, make sure that you are following me on Instagram as well. I do lots of stories and I post, um, some of my IGTV over there. So that's, uh, something else you can look out for. All right, guys, I will look forward to those comments and look forward to those reviews. But until next time, don't forget you are what you are listening, li- watching. I'm cuckoo. You are listening to the number one podcast for think ups, startups and scale ups who want to use authentic marketing to increase engagement and conversions for their authentic marketing campaigns. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks and we'll see you next time.